Welcome, everybody, to the Everlasting Love Podcast with your hosts, Joshua Rose. And Christina Rose. And today, we're going to be discussing identity. Yes, and what God had shared with Josh and what it looks like to lose your identity in your spouse or relationships in general. So, Yeah, and make sure that you keep your identity in Christ. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay, so I first want to start with... um, the definition of identity. And identity means the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. It comes from late Latin, identitas, the quality of being identical, and the Latin version of idem, which means the same thing. So that's what identity necessarily means whenever it comes to like proper definition and the way that everything comes. So, so, so <clears throat> identity, looking at it, you know, from the Latin standpoint of... Yeah quality of being identical mm-hmm. um what really came to mind is that you know we're made in the image of god yeah and we want to be as jesus-like as we possibly can yes. in this life because of who he is you know how, he came and showed us how to treat people how to respond to things and um really how we can choose to be better <laughs> mm-hmm. in different times of our lives so i love that definition you know the quality of being identical it's like how much can i look like jesus yeah kind of thing and you know identity in christ is that right you know to be as much like him as possible yes look like him as much as possible as far as outward showing you know of love and how he acted and everything that he did well most importantly what our hearts look like, yeah. right? Our That's hearts what are we supposed need to be to identical be, to his. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there are people that do all the right things, yeah. but their heart is not pure. That's so true. So it's the part of where's our heart? Mm-hmm. Where does our heart lie as far as it pertaining to our identity? Yeah. So one thing is, and that came to me whenever I was, you know, writing the big deal that God told me to write about identity was... Everybody probably that's listening to this podcast has an ID like in their pocket, like a driver's license, identification card, something like that. And it has your picture on it, which shows that it's you. It has your birthday, your weight, your height, all that stuff. But whenever you really look at it, how many people are the exact same weight now as they are on their ID? When they were, whenever they took their picture. You know, or they could have lied about it. Right. Because that's the thing about it. You can lie about your identity. That's true. You sure can. And just I mean, there's identity fraud out there. Yeah. And that's that's where this was, you know, headed was the fact that you can steal identities, you can lie about your identity, you can, you know, make up how how tall you are, you can make up your weight, you can make up all this different stuff. And and, then you end up losing your identity. Yeah. And who the real you is. Is. Exactly. And just because it has your picture on it, you don't base your entire identity off of your ID card. Right. Nobody does. Just because it shows who you are doesn't mean that's who you are. It just kind of gives you a brief like, oh, this yeah. is who Josh is. This exactly. is who Christina is. This is what they look like kind mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. Or but what they're supposed to look ex- like. Yes. Yes. So, so true. And I mean, with my whole thing is I don't put my entire identity in what my driver's license says. Yeah. Or anything of that aspect. Or your job. Yeah. Or me even. Yeah. Um, our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we kind of had this discussion the other day, you and I. Yes. Before um, realizing that this is a topic that God wants us to share. Yeah. To our listeners out there. Um, 
how we talked about how we can lose our identity in our job, job occupation. Yeah, in what we do. Right. Because people will ask you, well, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm a mail carrier or I'm a teacher or I'm this. And I was like, oh, um, do you know Josh? Well, which Josh? Uh, the mail carrier or the delivery guy or yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, it's, the mailman. <laughs> right. Or because there's so many Joshes or so many Christinas, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, what do they do? You know, we get lost in the what do they what do they do? And it's like that's what they do is not who they are. Exactly. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, I love that about, you know, that you said that because occupation, you know, that's something that we do that we have, but right. it shouldn't define us. Correct. It shouldn't be you know, my whole entire basis shouldn't be off of the fact that I'm a mail carrier. You know, like I love that you say that, or the fact that just because I'm a husband or just because I'm a father, right. you know, I'm, well, who are you? Well, I'm Isaiah's dad. You know, that's yeah. not my identity. Right. That might be who I am, but it's not who I am, Correct. you know, in quotations. I love that you say that because as of right now, something that God showed me whenever it comes to identity, and if you base everything off your identity by social norms, um, then in my opinion, it's an absolute cluster. I mean, social norms with identity (laughs) right now is absolutely insane. It's scattered, it's abused, and in my opinion, it's downright confusing. You know, the world says that you can pick your identity, that you can say all these things about yourself that aren't necessarily true. You know, you can do, act, categorize yourself as whatever you want. You can, you know, say whatever. You can lie about whatever. Kind of like what I was saying with the ID cards, but you know, you don't necessarily have to do that or lie about your accolades or your experiences in life, but you can. And a lot of people do, they do. you know, just because they try to portray a specific idea and identity that they're not. Right. Because they think that that's what the world wants to see them as. Well, because, you know, there's a lot of things that we do or we may feel like we're not enough. Yeah. So we come up with these things or we even get lost in some things to make us have that feeling of mm-hmm. being enough. If I do, 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 then that's enough. Or yeah. I feel like I've done enough, you know. But at the end of the day, that shouldn't determine your identity. That's yeah. not who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, like I shared, you know, from just you sharing the definition yeah. and who we're supposed to be identical to, mm-hmm. um, you know, who you are is what you carry in your heart. So, you know, you being Christina yeah, and you being my wife, that's not your entire identity. No. And I know that at one point in mother. time. Yeah. You know, at one point in time, I kind of figured and lost myself in that as a person, as a man, that all I was was your husband, the kid's dad, and a mailman. Like, that's all I was. And I would introduce myself like that. It, it's easy to get lost in that. Yeah. So, so easy. We talked about connection and intimacy. Yeah. So so this kind of rolls into that. Like having that time to connect with God the Father, where our identity comes from. We were yeah. created from him. So, yeah. you know, just going back to that, making sure you make it a priority to connect to that yeah. so that you don't lose your way, so that you don't put your identity in a position mm-hmm. or something else, yeah. um, like a role, Yeah, you know. Um, as far as how you, you know, felt you kind of got lost in that. Cause when we had that discussion, you know, we talked about how people familiarize themselves with this yeah. is who Josh is mm-hmm. in the identity aspect of it. Like I said, it's all about that connection with him and 
really you have to self-reflect it's like what's going on in your heart in that moment where you're allowing the words of others mm -hmm. to form your identity rather than the words of your father your heavenly father to yeah. to speak that life into you to show you who you truly are mm -hmm. you know to unpack the things yes these are so-called labels that we can kind of put on people yeah but those labels don't make you who you are like so you can true. have a title of president or pastor or i'm a supervisor or an owner of this but who are you who are you mm -hmm. you know because we can get lost in all that i agree with social media being so prevalent and so huge <laughs> yeah. right now you know yeah. you see a lot of facade a lot of fake on instagram on facebook on you know all these platforms that people like to post on snapchat whatever it may be and they show you the good they show you who they want you to think they are or they put up all the this is what I do and this is what I have and flaunt this and this is when I look real good and there's very very few people that put the real right well very few people that put the behind the scenes yeah because it's what happens behind the scenes to be able to say this is who I am yeah so really in your identity it's what happens behind the scenes so people can see who you are. Yeah, the vulnerability, right. the real, the it's emotion, the intimacy the part, intimacy, like we talked about. Like we before. talked about, yes. Uh, the connecting, you know. Um, and sometimes we may be vulnerable and I may have a bad day. Yeah. And I may unfortunately not give out <laughs> the fruits of the spirit. It may be through <laughs> my own emotional things going on inside. Yeah. And Been there. Right. That too doesn't say who I am. You know, and the thing from the world is, and I used to be big on this too, was with first impressions. First impressions were a big thing because that's what I was taught. Yeah. It's like first impressions will prove everything, but it's like, but does sometimes it, it doesn't yeah. because sometimes first impressions, people like me, um, when I go into a space that I don't know anybody or that's unfamiliar to me, I don't speak a whole lot. I don't, I just, I'm a listener mm -hmm. and I... Yeah, you I, fill the room out very much I so. do. I, you know, I like to listen. When we're listening to people talk, it's an opportunity. Do I need to pray for them? Mm -hmm. Basically, God to work through us. An opportunity for God to work through us in any way, shape, or form yeah. when, we're, when we're listening. But I'm pretty sure I don't, first impressions, I don't give off good sometimes because, like I said, I'm quiet and I listen. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I like to fill the room. So that's where grace comes in, Yeah, you know, because... If you have a first impression of somebody and they're just having a bad day or an off day. Yeah, which can happen a lot of the time. Right. So that can throw who you think about who they are off. Yeah. And I mean, with introverted people like you, like you said, you know, if you walk into a room, I'm going to be very outgoing. Social. And You're very social, social and talk and say hi to everybody, shake their hand, do small talk, which is something that you hate. And well, it's not that I hate it. It's just very uncomfortable for me. So that's why I always said that I hated it because mm -hmm. it, you know, and God wants us to get out of our comfort zone because I was so used to just being the listener. Yeah. Whereas, you know, God's been showing me like you have a voice too. There's a time where you need to listen. There's a time where you yeah. need to speak. So, you know, just going through the... The discomfort of, okay, it's time for me to speak. Or mm -hmm. even me reaching out to people and being the first to start a conversation. Yeah. So it's just the hard things like that that can make you uncomfortable sometimes. But oh, we yeah. have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, so. I get it. And, you know, but basing all that off of, like, your first impressions right. and stuff like that, like what you said, is 
you know, if somebody met us for the first time, they might see me and depending on who they are right. as a person, it depending does. on their identity, they may connect with you because they're like you and they understand like, okay, hi, how you doing? But I'm going to stay back and then consider me just, God, he's way too much. Or he's loud. Yeah. Or he's, or he's louder. Yeah. You know, and then some people that are more like me may get along great with me and be like, oh, that's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And be like, does she even like me? You're fun going. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. What is wrong with your wife? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> is she, is she okay? Is she mad? Is she upset? Right. It's like, no, that's just how she is. Yeah. Once she warms up to you, she'll get more involved. Yeah. So, and but it it, it's okay to be that way. We are, yeah, like our identity, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, those little things do make up who we are. Yeah, but it's not it's what defines not us. Correct. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and you know, going back to all that is, you know, people do lie about a lot of things and try to act a certain way that they want people to see them as, and they're not that way at all. Because they think that if I have this specific identity, then more people will like me. More people will love me. More, right. more people will connect to me. Or I'll feel like I'm enough. I mean, yeah. it all goes back to that feeling yeah. of... It's all internal. It's all heart mm-hmm. posture, like yeah. you said earlier. But the one thing that you cannot do is lie to God. He knows who you are. Right. You can't tell him anything that he doesn't already know. Especially because he yeah. created you. Yeah. And then, you know, what breaks my heart is the fact that, you know, when we get lost, when we put our identity in other things yeah. or other people, mm-hmm. then we even question ourselves like, well, who am I? Yeah. Who am I? I mean, I even shared that with you. Like just, it's not that I'm putting my identity in something else, but it's like God's taking me in a different direction uh-huh. and he's molding me and refining and all mm-hmm. that. And a lot of times we can get lost in who we once were. Yeah. And stepping into who God is calling us to be. Yes. Because very much we're, so. it's, Really, it's fear. Really, what I'm thinking about is when we saw um, Peter walking onto the water. Walking on water, yep. To meet Jesus, because he's like, Jesus, if it's really you, call me call out me this out. boat to walk And to so you. he goes, but then when he loses focus and he's not focused on yeah, he Jesus, he focuses on the waves crashing and he focuses on the storm. Because the fear sinks yep. in. Mm-hmm. Let that resonate a bit. The fear sinks in, so you sink. Oh, wow, yeah. Right? Just like Peter sank. Yes. Yep. And Wow, that's good. <laughs> So, you know, it's the fear of becoming and the fear of falling to who you once were. Mm -hmm. Because in order for us to fall into who we are, fall into our true identity is following Christ. Yeah. You know, and it's looking to him, not focusing on all the things around us, not allowing the fear to make us sink. Yeah. But continuing to trudge through the waters. Yeah. So that we can live out our true identity, which can only be found in him, like you were saying. Yeah. So. You know, because it's, it's awesome because God is the author of your life. You know, he created us. It says in Jeremiah 1.5, and this is the New Living Translation version. It says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. So God knows you. He sees you. And most importantly, God wants to be in your life. You know what I mean? Whenever you live with your identity in Christ and the one that he gave us, the one you were created with, the one you were created to be, the one God wants you to walk in, your purpose is revealed and you can walk in identity that God gave you. Yeah. You know, and that's just awesome to me that we have a father who wants that for us, that loves that for us, that actually brings that into 
who we are right. and who we're supposed to be, who we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to do for his glory, not our own. Right. And I love that you um, talked about purpose because that is one thing that we as humans, we're always trying to find a purpose. And I yeah. think that's why our identity gets lost in what we do. Our identity gets lost in our occupation because we feel in that occupation or whatever it is that you do, mm-hmm. um, you feel like you have a purpose there, right? Yeah. So because we want to know our purpose and we want to live in our purpose, it's it's important to go to God because he's the only one in which we can live that purposeful life. Yeah. Fully. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, there are opportunities here in which we can bring in money to pay for the, all the things. But as far as our identity goes, you know, it, it gets lost in those things because in those, like I said, it, it feels like we have a purpose there. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is going to God and praying and asking, you know, what is my purpose? Because he's the provider. Yeah. For instance, I follow this person on TikTok that started an auto mechanic place oh, okay. to fix people's cars, uh-huh. but didn't charge anything because God called him to do that. Oh, wow. Well, um, he started doing that and people donate. That's how he makes money now. People just give him donate money to him because he does what God called him to do. Yeah, almost faithful. That right? was his purpose in which God called him. And a lot of times purpose becomes your ministry, like you're yeah. able to share the love of God. But I just thought... With identity, when you said purpose, yeah, that's one of the things why we get so lost in mm-hmm. why our identity, why we lose our identity in things or even people because of purpose. Like yeah. as your wife, which I've never felt this, I've never really lost my identity in you. Yeah. Um, but if I did, it's because I feel like I have a purpose as your wife. Like I'm gonna do all these things for you because that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. But it's not who I am like doing those things for you mm-hmm. doesn't make me who God called me to be yeah I get, I get what you're saying you know so. marriage is an extremely important thing and we all have that you know we all have to have that servitude heart whenever it comes to marriage but just because I'm serving you and I'm placing this it's because I'm supposed to do that for you to make our marriage work, to right. make everything work together. And I love that you say that about, you know, with purposes because nobody nobody's the same. Nobody. But we all have different talents, different ideas, different quirks. Some of us are funny, some are intelligent, some are athletic. You know, we all have different qualities. And qualities and even spiritual gifts that he gives us. Yeah. And a lot of people are afraid to use them because mm-hmm. of trauma in their past. And you know, God gives us these gifts in our life, but it's for the glory of the kingdom. You know, if God gives you a platform to speak, then use that platform for his glory. You know what I mean? And it says in scripture, 1 Peter 2, 9, but how are you chosen people? A royal, uh, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness and into the wonderful light. So you are chosen. You oh, are yeah. royalty. You are, you know one of God's people and with all the talents that he gives you all the um abilities that he gives you you know he gave them to you for a reason and it's part of your identity that you have those things but it's all to go towards his kingdom for his glory like Christina said with this guy he had a talent to fix cars and 
he was called by God to do that for people and not charge them. Because I don't care what anybody says, car maintenance is expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people need well, car maintenance and, and can't do it. You know, you have time, you have labor, you have yeah. parts, you have all that stuff that feeds into it. And, and that's some hard labor. That is very hard labor, depending on what you're doing. Right. And I just, the faith that that takes. Yeah. You know, for that guy to do that, because, I mean, he's forking out money for these parts. Yep. Forking over asking. time. Yep. To put on these parts and fix these cars and then not charge anybody for it. Anybody from the outside looking at that through a world lens would be like, this dude is crazy. He's going to go bankrupt. Yeah. he's He must be out of his mind. Like how can anybody make money by giving their stuff away for free? But what did Jesus say? If you want to follow me, like he said to the rich man, go sell all your possessions and give it to the poor and follow me because he will take care of you in any way, shape or form whenever you're obedient. When you walk with him and your identity is based in him, kind of like this guy you were talking about that, mm -hmm. yes, he's a mechanic. Yes, he's doing this. Yes, he has these talents. God gave him those things, but he's doing it for the kingdom. Right. He's doing it to be a blessing. He is and blessed to, show, to be a blessing. To show others who God is, the provider Yes. For other people to be able to have a means of transportation. Yeah, which is turned into his ministry. Yeah. A part of his ministry. And I, I just think that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. And, you know, we also have an enemy in the world who wants to strip every single thing from you. He wants to steal your identity. Yeah. He wants to take it away from you. He's the one who puts those doubts in your mind that says, this is what you are. This is who you are. Or, you know, puts the lies in your mind of, well... In order to get this, I have to pretend that I'm this or right. portray that I'm this. I have to, you know, pop up and do all that because he wants to strip you of your identity in Christ and take it away. Like he wants to mess it up. You know, God doesn't mess up. He doesn't. You were born exactly the way you're supposed to be, who you're supposed to be. You know, whenever he formed you in your mother's womb, he knows how many hairs you have on your head. Right, but we <laughs> mess up who we're supposed to be. Yes, we do. By our choices exactly. because God gave us free will. Mm -hmm. So I agree. we can lose our identity in a lot of our walk in, in this life. Mm -hmm. So really, um, the choices that we make can cause us to lose our identity. Yeah. Um, and some big uh, seasons of life in which a lot of humans can lose their identity or do lose their identity is during um, the teenage years because yeah. it's so vulnerable mm -hmm. out there. When you're a teen, you're trying to learn basically kind of like how I talked about it, stripping away the old and walking into the new. Yes. As a teen, you are stripping away childlike things and trying to walk into adulthood. Yeah. So in that vulnerable transitioning time season of life, yeah. the enemy comes in quickly to steal, kill and destroy. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a lot of when we're vulnerable. That's when the enemy attacks the most. Mm -hmm. And that is why we have to stay connected to God because vulnerability is a strength that we carry, yeah. but it's also a weakness that we carry. Mm -hmm. um, so it's what side do I want to lean on? Do I want to lean on in my strength, which we know it's not just our strength, it's God's strength, right? Yes. So, you know, making sure that and protecting it, protecting our vulnerability. Yeah. Um, by boundaries and, and all that stuff. So in that, with identity lies vulnerability sometimes, like you said earlier. Yeah. 
because we have to share certain parts of us. Yep. Which comes a lot in a marriage. Mm-hmm. We share parts of us that not even our parents see. Yeah. Agreed. They, our parents have this form of identity that they think we are mm-hmm. because that's who they saw. They saw us through a different lens. Yeah. So other people's lenses don't make up your identity. So true. It's how God sees you. Yeah, because even like my mom right now, I'm a grown man. She still sees me as a kid. Right. As her baby. Right. And I'm like. It's hard for you know, parents yeah. to change the lens a little bit. Yep. You know, and I, I pray for that all the time, you know, asking God to show me what our kids need in different seasons. Like show me what they need, Mm -hmm. not what I think they need, but what they actually need. Yeah. I want to be that parent, you know, like how God parents us. Yeah. To not overprotect, to let them go out on their own. And it's hard as a mom sometimes. Oh, I totally agree. (laughs) Because I want to hold on to that. I understand. You know, and it's like, I don't want to let them go. I don't want (laughs) to let them go. Um, But, you know, we have to, it's, it's part of the transition of life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we as parents have to guide them in taking them back to who their identity lies in. It doesn't lie in what your friends think about you or call you or say about you or um, what you do. Yeah. It's who you are in Christ. Like we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. And it doesn't matter the grades you get at school. Right. It doesn't matter what your friends say on TikTok or on video game or whatever it may be. It's or who thinks what about you. Yes. You know, it's raise a child up in the way they should go and they will not stray from it. Right. (laughs) They will not depart from it. So, you know, it's pointing back in these vulnerable years of transitioning from child to adult is pointing them back to who their identity lies in Mm -hmm. and showing them how easily in relationship we can lose our identity because I'm counting on you to tell me who I am. Yeah. And And that's not right. No, no. You know, I can count on you to point me back to the cross, like point yeah, me back to God. Exactly. Pray for me. Do mm-hmm. these things for me. Be there for you. And there's times where I may be ugly and yeah. you're going to be like, well, this is who you are right now because that's how you're acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but in those moments, yeah, the hard, the hard emotional moments or any hard times that we go through, we have to be the light. Yes. The safe place. Right. That's what a spouse is supposed to be for one another. Well, and we've talked about a lighthouse and the safe harbor right before. So it's pointing us back to this is how you feel, but it's not who you are. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that. Oh, I love that. You know, in that we can, especially, and I just talk about teens because we're raising teens right now. So, and I, this, you know, God showed me these seasons of life are vital time for you to show them who I am in their life so that they don't lose their identity in this world. Yeah. Because we may be in this world, but we are not of this world. So true. So it's like you said, pointing them back to him. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, feelings and emotions are a big to do with it. You know, it really, really is. Cause well, we if, can lose our identity in what oh, we're I know. feeling. Because yeah. a lot of us are like, well, it's how you feel. If you feel like you <laughs> want to be this way today, that's who you are. No. Yeah. No. You know, feelings and emotions are fickle. Yeah. You know, because I can feel happy one moment, get smacked upside the head with a, a something, anything really. <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking, you know, of like playing football or baseball or basketball and being out on the court with, you know, my buddies. And that's where I was going with that. You know, I'm having a good time. I'm having fun. I'm happy at the moment. And then a stray pass 
from the basketball that yeah. I didn't see blindsides, KOs you, puts you into the ground, and you're just like, ah! Oh! You immediately go from happy to either hurt, sad, because well, you're going to get angry. Angry is a and, secondary Yeah, emotion. and I was going to say, and mad. Like, dude, why are you throwing a ball at me like that? Yeah. It's, emotions are fickle. You know what I mean? So if you feel a certain way, you're not going to feel like that forever. No. You know what I mean? Because they change. They change so quick, and they can change super fast from second to second. So your identity does not rely totally on emotion and feeling. It relies on God. And And we know that he never fails us. Yes, he doesn't. I was getting into that because, you know, the devil is the father of lies. Yep. He's the slander, and you know, one of his names is Diablos, and that's exactly what it means. It's, it means the slanderer, which goes back to him being the father of lies, because he will sit there and tell you all these things about yourself that you're not. And this is a very, very powerful um, verse that I'm about to share with you. It's John. Before you share, can I just okay. say something? Yes, more than um, likely. Yes. So. You said, you know, how he'll speak to us lies and yes. tell us who we're not. Yes. That's that's the thing right there is what voice are you listening to the most? Yeah. Are you listening to who's telling you what you're not? Yeah. Or are you going to listen to God who tells you who you are? Exactly. Yeah. I just wanted to share that. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's right on point. I love you. Oh. <laughs> that was hard because it's, that was very emotional. Yeah. Because we are quick to listen to who we're not uh-huh. and the feeling of not enough, you know, and we have to go back to God who, yeah, he gives us more than enough. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I don't know why people as emotional beings that we are, you know, cause God created us at, like he created us as emotional beings. Yeah. Um, we have and carry every single well, and emotion. I love, that. I love yeah. that he created us that way. And it's awesome. But as people because of sin and what happened in the garden of eden is we tend to focus more on the negativity than the positivity yeah and when the devil comes in and tells you who you're not it's easy to latch onto that it is real real easy to just grab it because that's what your flesh wants to do right because it's counterintuitive to who god says you are mm-hmm. and that's where our spirit is fighting yeah. And it's always a spiritual it's a battle, battle. day in and day out. And so you really do have to take certain things, even your thoughts. You have to take your thoughts captive. What well, says I that. mean, we say it all the time, but the scripture God says, says it. says it, yeah. You know, but you have to take your thoughts captive. And like you said, who and are you listening to? And submit them unto the obedience of Christ. Yes. Yeah. Now, this verse, yeah, like I said, it, it's, a, it's a very, very like, whoa, you know, because... Um, Jesus is actually saying that in saying this in the New Testament, it's John eight four four, and he's talking about the devil. He says, "You are your you are of your father the devil, and your will is to do what your father desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and he is the father of lies." Mm-hmm. So when you listen to those things, you know, Jesus is literally saying you are of your father, the devil. Yeah. Wow. I guess that's why God dropped that on me just a while ago. Yeah. Like, like who are you listening to? Yeah. And that that was before I even said the verse. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's yeah. why I was just like, wow. You know what well, I mean? that's why I got emotional. <laughs> that was not me. You know, but that's that's awesome. You know, that is absolutely crazy. Who are you listening to? Are you listening to Father God or are you listening to your father, the devil? That is powerful. Yeah. That is, that is I mean, it's scary powerful. Right, because we don't realize how many times we do that a day. Yeah. Especially when we feel like we're doing something wrong or yeah. we feel like a complete failure. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's why we have to take our thoughts captive because if we don't, they become words. Yeah. And then much. they become in our heart. Yep. And then it becomes a part of our identity. Yep. Exactly. Because you speak it. Yeah. Because that's how strong your mouth well, is. That's how strong words because are. Because you believe it. Yeah. And once you start to believe it, you speak it. It seeks into or it seeps into your heart. It becomes, it becomes seed, part of your DNA, and then it becomes part of your identity. Mm-hmm. Oof! That's... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so, you know, with that being said, I think that's probably just—I mean, wow! It, it's nuts because you know, it's crazy is, how that happens. Yeah, so, but you know, it just—it proves how strong your identity is. Yeah. And where it needs to be, how it needs to lie. And why the enemy wants to steal it from you. And why the world is the way it is right now. Yeah. I mean, look at it. Look around. Turn on a TV. Turn on anything right now, and you're going to see the confusion. You're going to see the lies. You're going to see the utmost just wow and awe. Like, it's because just, so whoa. many people are looking to... Who they are. Like, yeah. it goes back to that question, like, who am I? Like, yeah. I've had to sit and journal before, like, who am I? Besides the roles that I play. I am a mother. Mm-hmm. I am a wife. I am a teacher. I am an aunt. I mm-hmm. am a sister. Yeah. I am a daughter. Yeah. Like, who am I, though? Yeah. Who has God called me to be? Yeah. Who does he say I am? Yeah. Because when we are done with this physical life yeah. and we stand up there uh-huh. and God is like, okay, this is who you are. And it's like, well, I was this, this was the, and then I did this. That, that doesn't matter. Yeah. That's why I said it all is about what's in your heart. Like mm-hmm. that's who you are Yeah, and you get to choose who you are. Going back to that verse, well, are you, are you of the father, the devil or the fa- father God? Like yeah. who's your father? Yeah. You know, and God calls us to not be lukewarm. So even You're in one of them. Even in that. <laughs> yeah. Even in that. Uh-huh. Um, we can't be one way. I'm going to be Father God. And then here I am thinking this, this, and this about me. Because then I'm tell- telling God. Yeah, you're contradicting what he says about you. Right. Yeah. And we don't realize how easy it is to do that. And how just because, you know, we think about, well, I failed at this. Oh, I didn't do this right today. So yeah. this is who I am, you know. And like I said, once we have these thoughts and we don't take them captive, mm-hmm. um, they become beliefs. They become beliefs. They become words. Yeah. Then they become beliefs. Yeah. And then we um, alter our identity. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, um, you know, how they're trying to create pod babies and play with life. And it's like, I'm not trying to alter my identity. Yeah. Intentionally or even unintentionally. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I agree. You know, so... For me, I know it's like, oh, that's another thing I got to repent about. Yeah. And I, we if all I do, didn't, you know, if I didn't realize I was doing that. Yeah. That day, you know, I got to repent and ask God for forgiveness because I don't want to be of the father of the devil. 
Yeah. I don't want that to be my father. No, me either. In any way, shape, in or way, form. In any way, shape, or form, exactly. I don't want that to be my father. You know, and we all have to repent in that, all of us, because we're not perfect. Right. We're never going to be perfect, and that's why God gives us grace. Grace, yeah. You know, we are saved by grace. Yeah. We really, really are. And it's just one of those things, though, that whenever I first read that verse, I was just going, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It makes you, you reflect know, on things. And, and it's it's nuts. Like you were saying, who am I? What's another word, for, like another name for God? I, I am. am. Yeah. I was going to go with that, too, because when he took me through reading um, an I am study, you know, when we talked about taking the Lord's name yeah. in vain, it's not just saying, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, like, <laughs> you know when... all that stuff. It's like. His name is I am. Mm -hmm. So anytime so you, when say, you say I, I am, am blank, this, yeah, exactly. Does it glorify God? And like you said in script, like you just read in scripture, yeah. Are you of your father the devil, or are you of yeah your father, father God. Of God? Yeah. So you know it's yeah, it's very eye opening. How are to you? Say the least. How are you um, walking in that identity? Yeah. Are you walking in that oh, identity? Oh yeah, exactly. Of, I am my father of the devil, or mm -hmm. I am my father God. <laughs> yeah. Like, what identity are you walking in? Yep. And if we're walking in father of the devil, then you're walking confused. You're lying. You are a manipulator. You yep. are. You're doing all the things that, like you were talking about, flesh. It's yeah. sin. Mm -hmm. It yep. can be the smallest thing. It's still sin. sin. Yeah. You know. And so, yeah. who are you representing? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's very very powerful. Oof, you know this is a powerful topic. Yeah, it's especially just... because you know you really they our listeners can share this with anybody because this goes to everybody. Yeah, this is not just for married couples. Right. I mean, we were you know trying to show that in marriage, you know, your identity doesn't have to be that of your spouse right. and vice versa. Well, but... even when we start a family, like yeah, when we have kids mm -hmm. and. You know, like I was saying, who am I besides the roles that I play? Yeah. Who am I besides being Josh's wife? Who am I besides being the mother to our children? Yeah. Who am I being a daughter to my mother? And, you know, it's it's really connecting with God so that he can mm -hmm. tell you truth of who you are. Yeah. Because even you, you're human, you're flesh, yeah. right? When we get in our feelings or we feel a certain way, like I was sharing earlier, like you can be like, well, I don't think of you like that today. <laughs> or, you know, or maybe we had an altercation with a family member and then yeah. they have this distorted view of who we are. Yeah. So then they go spread that to somebody else and yeah. gives them a distorted view of who yeah. they are. So, But God's truth is going to win out. Right. And, you know, it makes me think of that telephone game that we talked about when we were discussing yes. this the mm -hmm. other day. Yeah. And, you know, where you say a word. I remember being in school and we played oh, this phrase? game. Yeah. Right. We yeah. were, it was kind of like, um, our quiet game, but yeah. it was a telephone game. So the the leaders, the teachers shared a phrase or a word with the first student, and then it goes all the way down the line, sixteen to twenty students, you yeah. know. And by the end, by the time it got to the end of the line, it's a total different word or a total different phrase. Yep, because it got distorted mm -hmm. along the way. Yeah, because people weren't listening. Right. And they weren't caring to listen. I was just yeah. like, ooh, let me just see what you got to say. And then I'll just yeah, like, say it. I'm going to go spread the tea. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, our identity can get lost in that as well. And what yep. others view us as. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you who our moms see us as isn't going to be who somebody like um, our spiritual mother or spiritual father sees us yeah, at church. Yeah, somebody at the church. Um, and it's not that we're hiding or 
you know, showing different things. Yeah. It's just we all have lenses on yeah. in which we see people yeah. in which we can distort their identity. Mm-hmm. So even in a relationship, a husband-wife relationship, um, we can lose our identity in, within each other by the distortion of how we see each other mm-hmm. or by what's expected of each other. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Which, like you said, we work at um, showing each other love mm-hmm. and doing the things to serve one another. But in this place, because it's supposed to be a safe place, a vulnerable place, we're showing each other really our hearts. Mm-hmm. So when we do that, we can see that our identity, where our identity lies. Yeah. With one another and with right. each other and with. To see if it reflects yeah. father of the devil yeah. or is your father God. You know, and you know? I love that because whenever we do have any kind of altercation or argument in that vulnerable state, that's when the enemy tries to build a case against oh, yeah. your spouse and change right. your lens yes. to the identity of how you see your spouse. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's always the vulnerable times. Yep. Like, you know, when we're losing our mind or losing a loved one or hard feelings, hard emotions that we're feeling, you know, um, or when we're off on our own, yeah. when we're by ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, he always tries to steal away at truth. Yep. He always tries to steal away at how we are seeing things. Yeah. He tries to change the perception for right. sure. He does. It's awesome to me that we serve a God that's going to show us truth. Yeah. Always. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're feeling, what our emotion is during the time, he is going to point us in the right direction with truth and love and honesty, even if we don't want to hear it and want to walk that way. Yeah. And I love that, too, because as you were sharing that, I was thinking, you know, he will even point us back to who we are because it trumps even who we think we are. Yep. Mm hmm. That self-reflection is strong and, yeah. and, and God will. Well, he always, does. He, he will do a lot of that when you're walking yeah. with him and you're connecting with him. Be like, what's going He's our heart surgeon. So yeah, he so will open up the yep. heart and, you know, be so like, so what's going okay, on with you? Like, wait, what? I was, I was praying about this person. Yeah. But what's going on with you? Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what he does. That's what's up. You know, he checks our heart um, so that we don't lose our identity. I feel like, you know, so that we can continue to walk with him and like your definition said, the quality of being identical. So yeah. um, when we connect with God, you know, our quality of who we are is going to be identical to who he is. Yeah. So, you know, and it's awesome because we were called by God to be his ecclesia. Yeah. You know, we are his church. We are to be followers of Christ, to be identical to him as much as possible to spread his word to spread his gospel, to spread the truth, the true identity of Christ, Right, you know, is our job. And it's hard to get there. It's very hard. And that's where, you know, being judgmental is hard. It's hard not to judge people. It's hard to. Well, it's because of where our heart is. Yeah, in a negative sense. It's because where our heart is in that manner. Because we are called to judge righteously. Yes. But not mean And it doesn't mean, right. It doesn't mean right by what I think is right. Yeah, our standards. It's right by God's standards. Yes. And it's not to do it in a demeaning manner. Yes. But in a loving manner. Yes. As he called us to. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> you know. Oof. This is a lot to chew on. Yeah. You know, just 
focus on what God says about you. Yeah. That's pretty much self-reflect on this yeah. and just, you know, Pray take a step it. back yeah. and really ask God who he says you are. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're a husband, if you're a wife, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, what you do for a living, but yeah. who you truly are, where, who your identity is. Because like Josh said in the very beginning, you know, he talked about an identification card. Think about, you know, the roles that you play. Like I said, mother, father, that's on your ID. Yeah. Right. But like you were saying, it doesn't mean that's who you are. Yeah. That's That's not who I'm defined as. Right. That's not who you're defined as, but it's a way to identify you. Like you're a dad, you're a husband, Mm -hmm. a mail carrier. That's who people are familiar with as far as who you are. Right. They kind of make up who you are, but they're not. It's not my entirety. Right. Your entirety. And so... But we would just encourage you to reflect on that. Yeah, you know. take it, ponder it, right. pray about it, meditate on it. Especially if you it. felt lost in, well, who I, who am I? Yeah. Um, you know, so many people go through midlife crises is yeah. because they've lost yeah, they lose who, who they, they are. are because yeah. really you're not connected to God. So it's easy to lose who you are yeah. when you're busy living life. Mm-hmm taking care of the things you need to take care of, you know, to your spouse, to your children, at your job. I mean, we have all these things that we have to do and relationships we have to pour into and it can get exhausting. Yeah. So yeah, identity, our identity can get lost in that because especially as a mom, so many can feel like, I don't know who I am outside of being a mom. Yeah. Because I do, do, do all the time and I don't do enough for me. Like I don't have my downtime. I don't have my... I'm caring for myself because I don't even know what that looks like. Yeah. And on the other side of that coin, it's the same thing with men sometimes as a father. And we look at ourselves as, oh, I'm a provider. Like that's all I am. Yeah. That's all I am. That's all I am. I have to work my butt off to provide for my family. I can't do anything else because if I don't, then everything crumbles. (laughs) See, and then you get lost in your job. (laughs) Yes. And then your kids are like, well, I don't really see you. I don't spend time with you because that's, that's the the most treasured commodity between kids and parents is the time. Yeah. Because you can buy all the things, but if you're not spending time with me later on when I'm grown up and out of the house, why am I going to want to spend time with you when you didn't even want to do that with me when I was little? Yeah. Being present is the best present. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) I love that. But yeah, just, you know, take it back to God, take it back to God, reflect, pray, meditate. Like I said, ponder it, think about it. (laughs) And if you need to take a step back and start caring for yourself and even see what that looks like, like it it it. doesn't look like, you know, what the world shows us. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's definitely not selfish. Um, because if you don't care for yourself and something happens to you, who's going to care for your children? Who's going to care for your spouse if you're not caring for yourself? You know, but if you can't love yourself, how can you love others? If you can't care for yourself, how can you care for others? Yeah. You know, it says that in scripture too. We are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Yep. So. Second greatest commandment. Yes, indeed. But we can't do the second greatest commandment until we do the first greatest commandment. Exactly. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Um, so we can't, we can't love others until we do that. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Everything goes back to him. You yep. Know? Until next time. Until next time. God bless. God bless.